Welcome to today's Premier Experts, your one-stop shop to find industry experts in a variety of niches. My name is Ray Perez, and I'm a global branding expert. I travel the world speaking to entrepreneurs and business owners, and we've created this show to take advantage of their wealth of knowledge. I interview experts across different fields to learn what has made them become successful. When you interview people from a wide range of industries, those points of views brought together can create massive success for your business. Welcome to today's Premier Experts. I'm your host, Ray Perez, and today's special guest is Jeffrey Hazlett, who is a global business celebrity. But before we get into the interview, we have a special segment called Small Business, Big Ideas. This is where we travel the country with the Small Business Expo interviewing attendees and sponsors on their thoughts and experiences on a variety of topics. The biggest obstacle I faced when I left, when I chose to leave corporate America and become a business ownership was fear of failure. Fear of failure was, was, was putting these concerns of can I make it, can I win? Capitalization, am I going to have the money resources necessary to succeed? Am I going to have the right advice to avoid some of the mistakes others have made? These were all things that, that kind of slowed my process to go full-time business ownership. But once I overcame them, it was amazing. My concerns for starting my own business is to, I suppose, generate enough leads firstly and then to ensure that what it is I want to sell and really help and serve people with, that I'm, that I'm targeting the right audience, you know. Um, like that, is, that is fundamental. There's no point in trying, there's also no point in trying to be a jack of all trades. So that is, that would be a concern, you know. I, it's, the money is in the niche um, and it's, it's, it's identifying what is the correct niche and honing your efforts there, otherwise you're just going to waste such an amount of time. And that would be a concern for me and it is one that I'm trying to surround myself by the right people so I don't make that mistake. I mean, having a job is nice. I mean, it's supposedly a secure environment and until somebody walks up and says, guess what, we decided to quit this product line or, or sell our business and we're you know, downsizing. And so the falsehood of security is kind of what I call it. And, and for me, the idea of having a job, and I teach this to my children as well, is Having a job gets in the way of making money. And there's nobody who's gonna look out for your security as much as yourself. So uh, I always focus on what can you do on your own, no matter how small or large, as long as you're passionate about it, it helps other people, you're good at it, and it makes money. I think the, uh, the biggest obstacle that I faced when I became an entrepreneur is I didn't know what I didn't know. I literally jumped out of a nine to five in order to pursue a passion which just happened to be magic and uh, I, I didn't realize that along with doing a couple of card tricks and floating a woman in the air and cutting her in six pieces, you actually had to run a business and it took a long time, longer than normal because I didn't have anybody to teach me how to run that kind of a business. It's really hard for a lot of businesses to stay in business. Uh, there's always a lot of competition. There's always a lot of um, you know people out there that uh, trying to take you out, or you know you might not have the funds. Some people get into a business and they don't really know how much it's going to cost. The expenses pile up on you really quickly, and uh, you know kind of catches you off guard um, and run out of business. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people are scared of, and a lot of people aren't really prepared for. So yeah, just kind of being prepared and knowing what you're getting yourself into. Welcome to Brand in Two Days, the ultimate branding experience that will make you a celebrity in your industry in only two days. 
What I like best about Brandon Two Days is being able to intermingle with so many experts in whatever their specific spaces are. The fact that I literally went from not knowing what direction to go in, how to present myself. I mean, I was just completely lost and now I'm focused and I'm very clear about what I need to do and that's life-changing for me. A brand in two days is amazing because you literally brand in two days. So there's none of this back and forth. It was just such a gift to be able to actually get it done there. The whole experience of being with business owners and entrepreneurs. And it's not just the education. You walk away with actual branding material, photography, videography, your own 360 site. The types of people that can benefit from branding two days are people like authors, consultants, speakers. Anyone who is really the face of their business. Anyone that's in the coaching industry. And really anyone who wants to build a strong presence on social media. To learn more, visit brandin2days.com. I'm Jeffrey Hazlett, Chairman and CEO of the C-Suite Network. The C-Suite Network has 500,000 trusted executives from around the world. I'm a former CMO who's bought and sold over 250 companies in my career. I saw a need for executives getting together and we created the C-Suite Network for executives, VP or higher, made up of companies of two and a half million dollars or bigger. What I love most about my life is being able to build businesses successfully. Buying, selling, or just starting them from scratch and then building them up and doing something big. Whenever I'm not working, I love to be home on my ranch in South Dakota with my horses, my grandkids, and my family. The best way to connect with me, Jeffrey Hazlett, 360.com. He is a global business celebrity, keynote speaker, best-selling author, podcast host, and chairman of the C-Suite Network, which is home of the world's most trusted network of CEOs. Hazlett has been featured on Forbes, Mashable, Bloomberg TV, MSNBC, and Fox Business, amongst many others. He is one of the most compelling public figures in business today. He is a maverick marketer, brand building expert, business mentor, a member of the CPAE Speaker Hall of Fame, and a dear friend. So let's dive right into the interview with our special guest, Jeffrey Hazlett. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hey, good to have, be here. Thanks so much for being, uh, you know, to have me on this set and be part of this entire show. Well, uh, I know this is nothing new to you because you've, you've had your own shows, yep. you've been on several, and uh, uh, I want to just dive right into things with you and give me a little bit of background of yourself. Let people know who you are and where you came from. You know, I've bought and sold over 250 businesses in my career, over 25 billion in transactions. So I've been in business. I've been a, a startup entrepreneur all the way through a corporate executive running billions and billions of dollars worth of marketing expense or sales expense in the companies. I've done. And then, of course, I've had my own television shows on Bloomberg, a primetime show, contributing editor, and um, CNN, MSNBC, you name it, I've been on them and have done all that and even been a judge on Celebrity Apprentice with Donald Trump for three years uh, back when I was doing my corporate gig. And so now I'm chairman of the C-Suite Network and we have C-Suite TV, C-Suite Radio, which is podcasting. We have conferences, the Hero Club, and we, you know, about everything under the sun. You have so many things to talk about. We're going to get into all of that, but I want to go back, back when you were in your corporate job. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people out there, they're in their corporate roles and they're considering or thinking of transitioning over to being an entrepreneur, right? Oh, yeah. You've done that very successfully. So can you share a little bit about that transition, how that happened? Yeah, I've done it as an entrepreneur going to corporate world and then back out again. And, and of course, now I'm a brand amongst myself being Jeffrey Hazlett, so to speak. I, I speak almost in, almost in a third person in terms of my uh, experience in that as an author, speaker, television host, and, and podcast host. So yeah, you have to learn to kind of make the transition and become the brand and understand that even if you're running a business, 
you're in essence, they see you, they see the brand. They see the brand, they see you. So when you're in the village in Pancake House or whatever, when they see you in the morning having a cup of coffee with the guys or the gals, they'll see that, you know, not only is that Jeffrey Hazlett, that's also the C-Suite Network. That's also XYZ Business. And so that's an important thing for you to remember. You are the brand because a brand is nothing but a promise delivered. So what's the promise that you're delivering? And it's usually you. I love that. A brand is nothing but a promise delivered. Yeah, a lot of people think it's a logo, it's, it's the colors, it's the essence. But when you really you know, look at it, a brand used to be something we always put on a cow and occasionally a horse. And I'm a marketer, so I understand that. And we made that transition when we started calling a brand a company or a logo. And, and it's more than that. It's really, truly a promise delivered. So you really want to delve into as an owner, as, an, as a founder, or yourself, you know, if you're going to be the brand yourself, is what is my promise? What am I going to be? What am I going to deliver to the people? And that's when they see it. So if you're the kind of person who doesn't respond to emails, if you're the kind of person that doesn't respond to text, doesn't call people back, well, that's not very good for your brand in terms of if you're going to be a consistent kind of player in the marketplace. So there's little things like that. So you are your brand. Well, it's, I mean, obviously, this is such a, a great conversation to have with me. Well, you're the, you're the expert, man. You, you know that. You live the brand. You look the brand. I mean, you play that part. But more importantly, I know who you are. You're genuine about that. You eat and sleep and drink that. So you're constantly coming to me with suggestions on things. You know, I, I'm beyond hopeless. You know, I'm not going to change. I'm an old dog with no new tricks, right? No, I, I'm, a, I'm actually a, a baby boomer in a millennial body. That's yes. the way I try to, try to describe it. And probably bigger than necessary, as my wife would say, in terms of just size. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, you, you live that. So yeah, it's a great conversation to have with you. So let's go back a little bit. You're, you're from South Dakota. I am from South Dakota. And yeah. you ride horses. You got a... I got a tractor, a, a Kubota, and I get out there and, you know, saw things down. I own a bridge. I'm on a river. Yeah, I got horses. Yeah. So you're not the... the typical in the suit CEO that no. people would, would think. I gave up wearing suits a long time ago. The closest I wear to a suit is now a jacket and a shirt. And, you know, you should wear a shirt, I guess. And then jeans. I always wear jeans and cowboy boots. In fact, when I was on Bloomberg, they tried to get me to change. I said, look, you bought this. This is what you bought. So this is what I'm wearing. So I'm not changing. And, um, you know, the other day I had to go to a funeral. I had to go get some big boy pants, you know, so some real pants. I had to have some real pants. So that was Well, I love that because I, I've been to some of your events and everybody recognizes and comments on the boots. Yeah. The jeans and the boots and then yeah. you got the jacket on it. Yeah. And I love the fact that that is your brand and you still. Well, I mean, you know, uh, Zuckerberg wears his hoodie, you know. Now, you got to learn when it's appropriate or not. And will, will it affect you? It does affect you. Now, yeah. Think about this. Because like when he went to Wall Street, he wore his hoodie. Don't show up at Wall Street wearing a hoodie. Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. Your stocks are not going to do as well. Your stocks going to go down. So there's appropriate times and places. Now, some of us can carry that off. Look, I've already done it. I bought and sold 250 businesses. I got, I got the street cred. I've been there. I've done that. I've been in Fortune 100 companies. I've, I've been on television. I am who I am. And if you don't like it, I really don't care. So I'm comfortable with that. And I think Zuckerberg's probably the same way. Of right? course. Now, this is really important because once you get to a certain level of success or exposure to the world, you can do different things. But how about for the everyday average person out there that is is not known, oh. it's not a celebrity. But you can do everything, you can do that. It's just gonna have consequences. You can be eccentric, you can be wacko, you can be crazy, you can be a bully, you can do all these things, right? It doesn't mean it's right or wrong, it means that that's the way you wanna do it. But understand, just because you do them and it's you, doesn't mean there aren't consequences from it. So imagine me going like this before they got to know that I was successful and bought and sold those businesses with trillions or billions of, of dollars, 
what would they have thought had I gone and got a loan? You know, you probably want to be, you don't want to show up in a hoodie. You probably want to show up yep. a little bit more respectful. So again, doesn't mean it doesn't have consequences because it does. You just want to be able to be sure about that and understand, weigh those against it. So, so you certainly can do that. But the, I think the most important thing for most people to do is be yourself. You know, I have people, speakers, you know, because I'm in the speaking hall of fame, and they'll come up to me and say, what's it take to be a good speaker? Be good. <laughs> That's what it takes, right? You know, they say, what's the best advice? Be good, okay? And how do you get good? You practice. You okay. do it over and over and over. You do it as many times as you can. And then you, you learn. And then go watch other people and learn how they do it. Now, don't copy from them. Develop your own style, your own way. Develop your own signature stories of what, how to get your point across. And a lot of people don't do that. They think they're trying to, you know, take a pill or a fast cut to it. And there's a lot of people out in the marketplace that look good but aren't good. So deep down, they're very shallow. So the key for most people to be really good at what you do is be deep and be good. Now that you mentioned speaking, you've been part of the National Speakers Association for a very long time. Oh, a long right? time, since I was 26 years old. I've been a member, and I used to sit out in the hallway and sit with you know Bill Brooks and Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy and some of the greatest speakers in the world that, that many people follow today. And, and you just name some of the places you've spoken, because you've spoken all over the world, right? I speak about 160 times a year on stages everywhere so there's not really a place that I haven't spoken at but I you know whether it's a foreign country of the United States but many many groups you name a major company or association of some kind and then a few that you don't know and yeah I've spoken to them and, and there are many more to go I love it and and obviously you host your own events throughout the year sure multiple how many events? So we at the c-suite network we do over 60 events a year so we do salons digital meetings we do city summits for our hero club and then we do major conferences we just got through doing an investor conference where we had over a billion dollars that's being given out in funding this year alone in the room so it was a massive success let's talk a little bit about the c-suite network yep. and, and and how that got created and the different components of it yeah when i was in the the C-suite of a Fortune 100 company, one of the best things that I ever had was the advice of other C-suite members, but you don't always get together. It was never a place where a trusted place where you could go. So as I started to leave uh, Kodak at the time, this is way back in 2008, 2009, 2010, I said, what can I create? What can we do that would give us that? And then I went out and did a television show for Bloomberg called The C-Suite with Jeffrey Hazlett. Number one television show on business, number one primetime show. But the problem was, you know, with a show like that, more people were watching me online than were watching through broadcast. Because when was the last time you rushed out to watch a primetime show? You don't do that. You binge watch, you know, Downton Abbey for a weekend or whatever, yep. or hopefully something on C-Suite TV. So we created that. And with that, I said, look, we, we need to have this community. And that's what we did. So we created a community for C-Suite executives where we vet every sur sur single person that comes in. And so you got to be a VP or higher of a business of greater than two and a half million dollars. And most of our members are, you know, in that, you know, hundred million to five million dollar range. And then we have about 22% of ours that are in the billion dollar range. So it's quite a, a stretch, but that's normal. But we tend to over index in the billion dollar area, which is great for a lot of our entrepreneurs, great for our smaller companies to be able to meet those big iconic companies like GE, Time, and so many others. Well, you just had the CEO of DocuSign, yep. but sold for eight point. Well, it's now at ten billion. I'm actually on the board for DocuSign, and the company's now valued over well over ten billion dollars. And yeah, we did have Keith Kroc. And by the way, I call him the six million. Now I have to call him the ten million dollar man. His first company sold for six billion dollars. That was Ariba. Now he was also, if you go back and look at his pedigree, which you can in the C-suite. That's one of the unique things 
things about the C-suite is it's a very small community amongst the Fortune 1000. Because if you think of it, there's only five officers in any particular company Correct. times a thousand. That's five thousand. So it's a small town in South Dakota, as we like to say. And so when you think about that community, we know each other, you know, or know of each other. And so as they've come together in the C-suite, we know all those folks. And so Keith was at, was the youngest executive ever serving as a, as a senior vice president and GM at GM. And then he went on to found Ariba, sold it for $6 billion, then went off and started funding a whole bunch of other companies while he was also the chairman of the board for Purdue, because that's his big alma mater. And I happen to know Keith really well. And then went on to become the chairman of DocuSign and then helped take the company public for $10 billion. See, that's pretty amazing. And, and I attended the event you had in San Francisco. And uh, the, the awesome uh, exposure that a business owner or an entrepreneur that's, that's doing well, it's doing a couple million dollars a year, but just doesn't have the access to connect. That's a, so cool. That, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I get so excited about that because that's a big thing. You, I don't think we understand the value of networking and how much that's important for us and our businesses. I have a huge Rolodex. I mean, you know, I have hundreds of thousands of Twitter followers, you know, tens and tens and tens of thousands in LinkedIn and so forth and so on. I can go on and on and on. And a mailing list of over half a million. And yet, I know a lot of those executives, and more importantly, I know I can connect you. So if you call me and say, Jeff, I need to know so-and-so, hey, I don't know that person, but this person does, or this, or that. That's the way this work group works. And so that's what's really cool about the C-Suite Network is that it's a trusted, vetted group. So you might not even like the person in the room, but at least they paid their dues to get in, meaning they were this tall to get in. And so that's very important for people to be able to come together in a safe environment and ask very vulnerable questions. You know, like how to do this, who should I talk to, what's the best vendor, what's the best partner, what's the best technology, what is going on with ICOs, what's going on with crypto, what's going on with blockchain. And because you might not know about those things or even the biggest term or the biggest thing that'll be in the future will be AI. You know, so yeah. it's, it's important for an executive who's in meetings all the time, doing what you have to do every single day to be successful because you got to pay the bills, but then you got to know about all this other stuff out there to be able to have a network of executives, of experts, of consultants, trainers, coaches, and other C-level executives that you can rely on. Very big. One of my favorite parts is when we broke into the groups, about six per table, and we shared some of our best practices and, and softwares and features, oh, just, and then we stood up and shared it with the entire room. I think I left with about 27 different uh, apps and everything apps else, yeah. Are just gonna make a huge difference. Well, that, I mean, that's the, like when I first got my iPhone. I thought, well, how am I gonna choose between all of these apps? So I just sent out a note to all my friends on Twitter and said, give me your best apps for having fun, for finance, for travel, for this. And then I wrote them all down and the top three were the ones I went and looked. So I crowdsourced, or what I would like to refer to as friend sourced, that list. And what a great way to do that. Because I'm gonna trust you as an, another executive before this other guy, Yahoo, or uh, not Yahoo, I don't want to not Yahoo as a company. A marketing person yeah, a marketing. that you hired. Yeah, or even somebody that I just watch or see or, you know, or see a testimonial. I don't know who that person, but if I know the person and they said, hey, I should get Voicera, hey, I should get Clear, hey, I should get this, I'm in. And it kind of fast tracks you, right? Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how successful, how much your company's making. There's always other information out there from other successful people that's going to help you grow your business even more. Dude, you want to be adding zeros all the time. Zeros in customers, zeros in intensity, zeros in profit, zeros in revenue. That's the na nature of the business. And, you know, whether I was running a business on Main Street in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, or on Wall Street in New York, it's all about the zeros. 
So let's break down the different uh, categories of the C-Suite Network. Well, we have the community, we have our content, we have our convene, which is our meetings, and we have our concierge, our services. Those are the main pieces. But inside the community, we have lots of communities. We have councils like Women in the Boardroom. We have the Hero uh, Club. We have Marketing Impact Council. We have so many different groups. So whatever you can think of in terms of geography, role, uh, size, you know, or category, you know, like you want to have an ethics council, you want to have an integrity council, you can create whatever you want in the group. And so there's these special interest groups that form us. And then many geographical groups like Success North Dallas and, and various other groups that are around the country. So lots of different ways there. And then of course, inside the content is C-Suite TV, which is our digital and streaming network that we have that you'll see on United Airlines, you'll see on Apple, Roku, Amazon Fire, Viewed, which is in a billion televisions around the world. And then we have our newsletter itself. On the convene side, the meetings, we do over 60 meetings a year, digital meetings. We do uh, workshops, we do city summits. We're about to go in Vancouver and we'll be back in Miami in your hometown. We'll be in New York, we'll be in Pittsburgh, we'll be about anywhere there's lots of growth going on. And then our concierge are our services. These are great companies providing some t fantastic services like Now CFO, Outsourcing CFO, Voicero, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, one of our apps that we have, Clear, uh, MD Live, and I can give you a whole host more. And those are the different areas and ways in which we play. Now, you did not mention podcast. Oh, podcast is C-Suite Radio. I must have missed that. I don't know why I missed that, because that's actually one of our fastest growing areas. We have, we'll have over 100 podcasts this year with over 5,000 episodes. So you can tune in and listen to podcasts like the ones I do, uh, but more importantly, listen to some really, really good ones. And so there's so many from so many different uh, realms. You can, you can get personal advice, wellness advice, financial advice, leadership advice, sales advice. You name it, we've got a podcast for you. Now, I just want to dive in for a second, C-Suite TV. You have your own shows where some of your members can be guests who are authors, who are speakers, they can come on, because you have multiple shows. We have 25 different television shows that are out there that we either curate or originate. And we curate shows like yours, really great television shows that we want to have on the network. And then where we have had to start them or we see a, a, you know, a, a market for it, like Executive Perspective Live, where I go live at an event and shoot uh, various interviews with industry leaders, iconic leaders, some of the biggest names in history of business. And so I have those. And we have show like Bestseller TV, which a best-selling book, we can feature an author of a best-selling book because there's so many books out there. There's going to be over 198,000 new business books this year alone. Which one should you read? Bestsellers. And so what we do is we go out and find those best-selling authors and put them on television. So not only does the C-Suite Network plug you into a great community, give you more resources from some of the top performing uh, leaders in the industry, but it also gives you maximum exposure through online, radio, TV, and, and streaming. You gotta, have, you gotta have a great business, but you gotta go out and tell people about it. And so we're a really great B2B platform for the businesses and a great place for information like our Hero Club where we have heroes who have real values and operating businesses in their communities and wanna do good. And they wanna be able to make a lot of money, which don't get that wrong because money's what, that's how we keep score, but it's really about great values and doing good work and so we give them that platform. Well, let's talk about the Hero Club for a minute. I see you wearing the pin. That's the, the pin, the big H. That's not for Hazlet, that's for a Hero Club. Well, it actually can work for both. It could work for both of them on that side, but I'm wearing it because it's the Hero Club. And this was started back by Rob Ryan in 1998. He sold his business for $20.4 billion, a record that stood in- Wait, wait, wait. 
billion. billion dollars. And that's a record that stood until December of 2016 when Microsoft bought LinkedIn for 24 or 26 billion dollars. A long time. But when he sold his company, he set aside a percentage of his company giving and creating the greatest number of millionaires ever started or created in one day. And so that's what Rob did. And so people would run up to him and say, Mr. Rob, you, know, you, know, you don't know, know me, but I'm the janitor. I get to send my kids to college, you're my hero. He never thought of himself as a hero. So he decided what he could do, he really could help other people do what he did. And so he brought these people together in order to create other hero businesses. And businesses that cared about the community can have a great exit. And so we started that. And then we saw what we were doing with the C-Suite Network. We combined those two together and the numbers took off. We added lots of zeros. Well, that's absolutely amazing. I, I'm actually now a new You're hero. You're a hero. So Congratulations. Thank you for And that. it's a vetted process. You have to yes. apply. We check you out. You checked out great. You had great credentials. And then once you go through that credentialing process, we bring you on board. And it's, you know, it's nothing but, but great news after that. Well, at first, I mean, there's a lot of people that say that there's applications in their processes. When I found out that you actually called some of the people that worked with me, <laughs> I knew you were serious. No, it's a big serious thing. You know, you don't want to call someone a hero unless they're really a hero. And what do we mean by hero? We make you sign up. A pledge. We make you say that you're going to take care of the people that got you where you were going. You take care of your community. You, you give to the symphony. You give to the little league. You give to the Girl Scouts. Whatever those things are that are important for you and your community, we make sure that you are recognized for it. Because heroes aren't heroes. They just run hero companies. Great companies in their towns, in their cities, in their states, and that's what you're doing. And that was the number one thing that, that attracted me to the Hero Club because I've, I've lived and operated my business always about taking care of my team, acknowledging them, making sure that they're taken care of. And when you give first and ask for nothing in return, you're always going to receive, right? Yeah, when I, was, when I was inducted into the Speaking Hall of Fame, one of the things I said is I heard from another speaker one time who said, if you give, 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 you get, get, get. I try to live by that as much as I possible. Not so much I give money away or that, but I try to help other people because I didn't get to where I was because I'm really good. I got there because I had a lot of great people who helped me along the way. And, and then I try to be good and I try to be the best that I can possibly be. But without those people pulling me or pushing me or opening the door for me, I never would be sitting here talking to you today. And, and that's kind of how we met, through people that we've met, through people, through, yeah. So That's the way it works in this world, man. And, and, and what a great world and what a great country that we live in that allows us to become these kinds of great premier experts that you have, like on this show, and who just go out and, and try to help other people and do good. So if someone wants to learn more about the Hero Club, the C-Suite number, connect with you, what's the best way to do it? You know, just search for C-Suite because we're all things C-Suite and we dominate that hashtag, but you can find us at c-suitenetwork.com. If you want to find me, you can just go to jeffreyhazlett360.com. You'll find me there or just look for Hazlett. You'll find me pretty much everywhere. I'm and, bigger than necessary. And <laughs> heroclub360.com. And hero, yeah, and exactly. c-suite360.com to connect with everything. We're, like, we take them all. We want to do them all because I want to make it as easy. That's the way, you know, as a marketer, I've always learned to make it easy for people to find you so they can do business with you. That's the best thing you should do. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for being Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. What a pleasure to be here. And what Hopefully a, one day to have you back on here. Oh, I can't wait. I'm ready to go. Thank you for joining us on today's Premier Experts. I'm Ray Perez, reminding you to never leave for tomorrow what you can do today and always stay true to your brand. If you or anyone you know is an expert in a particular niche or industry, we would love to have a conversation about potentially being on the show. Just visit todayspremierexperts.com, click on Be a Guest, and fill out the form.
Thank you for listening to the Today's Premier Experts podcast, hosted by Ray Perez, produced by Julian Camacho, and junior producers David Velasquez and Diego Leon, presented by AMP Productions. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.